Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pass the Barb. Today is Monday, April 24th. Um, I am back. I am your host, Adam Bartusek. I am back from the south. Uh, we are joined by Mr. Ryan Pinkala. What's going on, guys? We got Ryan. Uh, Ryan helped hold down the fort last week, which was very appreciated. It was a bit of a mad scramble to get the whole recording done, um, but we got it to happen. And then we got uh, Bill down south. Oh, we- yep. Yeah. Gonna start going by Bill now. I think it's just cooler and better. And uh, yeah, seems Bill right. I, th- I think that's a good move. You know, I always Bill's thought about man. like I wish I would have gone by Bill growing up i just think because it's like late in the game to switch it up i can't change it now people would be that would be weird you can't start i thought about willie too i like willie a lot as well that's not but i'm too i'm too far into will it's just i'm i'm stuck with this for eternity i guess but you have regrets what you're saying yeah i do i have some really deep more more blame i think uh anger towards my parents for not for not calling me bill but it is what it is. Bill would be a badass fishing guide name if you're That's a Bill saying, the fishing dude. guide. I I know some Bills that are guides and they're fucking hammers. You know? Yeah, but, but like Will, Not Will so is just kind of he's kind of so so out there. You know, <laughs> he's just kind of he'll get the job done, but you know, yeah. Right, we'll Bill, keep us updated cool. on the name change. Yeah, yeah. That, no, yeah. No Meanwhile, <laughs> we'll, we'll revisit that. Happy to keep it posted. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> we'll start diving into everything. As uh, you guys know, I wasn't here last week. I was down at Kentucky Barkley uh, fishing a tournament. Um, there is no cell service around that lake, so getting the boys up recording was a like, guys, you well, guys didn't see behind the scenes. Like when I was trying to find service. Like I just oh. drove down a road until I got to the top of a hill and I like got out of my truck yeah. with my laptop and my phone and <laughs> I just walked around hero. and I got yeah. a bar Save the day. Really I turned hero. on my hotspot yeah. and I got yeah. it linked for pink here's, and I was like, no, I'm done. Thank God okay, for you. On. Thank yeah, God. I'm going to clarify to the people the real story about what happened. Adam had to do all that. This is true. He did save the day. But if he just would have shared with us the credentials to log into our recording software, this would not be an issue. Like months ago. Kept them to himself. No one knew how to get in. We had a three-way FaceTime, me, Honor, and Pink. We thought maybe we were just going to screen record we sh- that. Yeah, we should have just recorded dude, that. that, that was, do you know how big that file would have been? That would have been like a 54-game well, screen dude, record. You, but you it would have been us, hilarious. You, you hung <laughs> us out to dry, man. We had no options. We were cranking, ready to roll. But we did get it, luckily. And uh, shout-out to Ryan. He was kind of the, the tech guy behind it all. And uh it worked, and now we're back, and we have Bart back, which is good because he kind of keeps this operation going. So, however, we probably should revisit, even though Honor is not here. Uh, <laughs> Cody's <laughs> performance last week. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, someone I, fill me in on what happened because I was driving well, home and I talked to Honor for a while, and he doesn't really have much recollection. He just told well, me he oh, thinks he had a concussion. That certainly, that certainly makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So you know, uh, he kind of faded out last episode there. So you know, he kind of got uh, removed from the screen. Kind of, kind of had to get the boot. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so I think I think maybe you know things got rolling a little bit before the podcast started in uh, in the old Eagle River area. Let's <laughs> and, <do it> uh, 
I don't know. I mean, he lasts a good 15, 20 minutes, I'd say. I think we found out that it's, you know, it's just not really a good idea to try to record a podcast in a hotel swimming pool because it's so, it's an echo chamber. It literally yeah. is. The so, audio is horrible. And I mean, so I think there may have been a misunderstanding between how deep the pool was and what the rules were for if you should or should not dive into it. Yeah. Uh, so I think if you did, if you watched it on YouTube last time, you may have seen a, uh, situation where Hunter went into a swimming pool and didn't come back for a very long time. <laughs> he, was, he was AWOL for like five minutes and it was just the, just the straight feet of the pool. I don't even know where he went. Yeah. And um, then, and then he kind of came back and just kind of wandered around in front of the camera for a while. And he like, tried like, to go he, in the sauna. I think I don't he know. He didn't like say anything. You're just kind of like hovering around. It's but, so hard uh, to keep it together. I was just like, what the fuck is going on? But he, he messed up his face pretty good, dude. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> so don't don't dive in the shallow end. Dove into a pool that was like three feet deep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it so sounds like a hotter thing. Yeah, his face yeah. got pretty pretty blasted, and then the uh, he was like the only person staying at that hotel, and the 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 guy working at the hotel came in there, and he was just like chilling in the pool, and it was like blood all over his face. <laughs> and the guy goes, "Is uh, so is that normal?" <laughs> and then, and then he said he didn't really, he didn't really remember anything after that. So, but he still, he still, he still made it to work at like six a.m. So I don't know. Just a trooper. But uh, yeah, so it was an eventful YouTube uh, side of the podcast last week. Uh, Hunter is alive. He just happens to not be here right now. He's on a big concrete <laughs> pour right now. They got to get the concrete yeah. pour. Yeah, he's so, a big dog out there. But, yeah, uh, he's yeah. fucking barking orders. He may he may join us a little bit later on. But yeah, last week we were able anyway, to persevere. Yeah, but you know he seems like he's all right. You know, that's good. As good, that's as, good as he can be, hanging in there. Anyways, uh, Pink. Current events wise, what do you got going on in your life? Oh boy. Well, still on this turkey hunting grind. Haven't sealed the deal yet. See if we can make that happen. I'm, a... I'm honestly curious why you haven't just come over to my parents' place yet. Cause I just keep sending you <laughs> pictures of a Tom. Yeah. They're over there, dude. I just gotta, I just gotta put the game plan together. You know, how I'm going to get in there and when I'm pretty sure they're in the backyard right now. Well that, yeah, but that's how, how are you going to get out there? If they're already there, see what I'm saying? Yeah. So got I got a, got a sliding glass door. Perhaps. I maybe got, I maybe got a scheme a bit on that. I guess scheme. Plus I got to drive down there, but yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm still playing the game. I was out this weekend. Uh, had some fun doing that yesterday. I had a kind of eventful day spent like the day, like literally crawling around trying to get in on some and got in super close. I was like crawling through this like Creek thing. It was like soaking wet and, uh, got into like, 30 40 yards on this group of toms and just like hung around them for like a half an hour and never got a shot which was super sick obviously um <laughs> the best <laughs> yeah so i mean it was good action but i was like i mean i could definitely kill one of these but uh didn't so i don't know the hunt continues keep you updated the hopefully hunt. we're talking bloodshed next time when does uh so. when does season end oh, um fuck. May 31st. Okay. So you still got a long time. I do. I think there, I got some stuff going on and probably some fishing stuff happening in May. So I'd like to get, like to get it done soon, but get her done. we'll see. You know how it goes. Yeah. Hey, can't, it's can't a, predict it. 
That's right. They're a wild beast. They're out there. They're out there. <laughs> but people are getting them, dude. People are smashing turkey. Yeah, right I've now. been seeing some birds hitting the ground for sure on the on the Instagrams and whatnot. Wow. So a lot, of, some birds a lot of Miriams today. I've been seeing, man. I gotta I gotta come out your way. Find one of those. Yes, I actually located some. Anything else, Ryan? Otherwise I'll roll into mine. No, man, I'm just chilling, you know. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> funny. I uh, after our podcast last week, um, we were talking talking turkeys. You and I, Ryan, I was like, God, you know, I should I should, I should go try to find some turkeys. So my brother texted me on Wednesday, I think it was, and uh, he's like, Hey, he's like, uh, let's go scout for turkeys. All right, all right, perfect. So we went out Wednesday night, and uh, we're driving, and. Um, I like kind of going past this sort of creek bottom with some sage up on top and I see like there's deer in it. And then I see like this, like motion, you know, I see like this mm -hmm. like flapping. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Whoa, stop the truck. I'm like, dude, I think that's a Turkey. I'm like, stop it. Put the throw in reverse. So I backs up. Well, there's a Tom out there and he's like 40 yards off the road. I'm like, well, this can't be on the public right now. And I'm like, pull up your onyx. I mean, he's right there. And uh, it's on public. I'm like, okay. I'm like, he, well, my brother brought his gun and stuff. And I was like, I was like, shoot him. I was like, let's kill him. I'm like, Get let's that be. one right there. I'm like, he's right there. He's like, he's like, oh, I, oh, oh. he might be listening to this. Now. He's like, I, I don't have my tag. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have your tag? He's like, oh, I forgot it. I'm like, we have, he's got everything else. I mean, he's decked out. I show up, I got cowboy boots and jeans on, and he's in full Kuyu camo. I'm like, what, are we doing this thing tonight or what? <laughs> He's like, I don't have a tag. I'm just like, well, let's just, you have a tag, right? He's like, yeah, I have a tag. I'm like, let's just kill him. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. All right. So then we, we hunted him the next morning. I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. We have a bird located. Yeah. So we hunted on Thursday morning, got into the spot, sat there. He gobbled a little bit up in the roost. We both had to leave at like 8.30. And uh, there's a couple hens back there too, but he never got off the roost that whole morning. When we left at like 8.30, he still was up in his roost. He just didn't get oh down. Yeah, It's cold and kind of snowy. But uh, my brother went and hunted uh, that same spot this weekend, saw him and another bird, and then four jakes, uh, but mm -hmm. just never had a shot. So there, there's some birds. There's birds around at Joe's spot. So hopefully one of us can get them killed. It's one of them things, man. It's just got to all come together. I don't need the pieces of the puzzle to, to fit. So, but it was, it was fun to be back out there. I missed waking up real early. Like, you know, it's kind of fun getting up at like four, four oh, yeah, in the morning. And just yeah. It's being, like nine o'clock and you already been awake for like five hours and you're like, Oh, you right. feel so much more superior to everybody else. You're like, Oh, you driving by people's house. You're like, you're sleeping. I'm up <laughs> and I'm doing it. I feel like, uh, what's that guy's name? Jocko, you know, Jocko, you know, I'm talking about the Navy SEAL guy. No, yeah, Jocko Willick or whatever his name is. Yeah, him. That's how I felt. Cause he wakes up like four every day. Same with David Goggins, but oh yeah, once a week is good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's still it's still the right vibe, you know. Yeah, it's just like you know, I'm better. Superior than you. human vibes. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, aside from being better than everyone else, um, that's, that's all Will's got going on. Yeah, that's about it, Bill. Uh, yeah, Bill. Yeah, I've changed. This is a new me, and I'm. He woke I'm, up early. Now he's Bill. Yeah, I'm Bill. I'm Bill. I also smoke cigarettes. Speaking of cigarettes, and I, and I don't mean to take this on a on a Bill tangent here. We can move on. No, you might as this. well go. But this far, I've I I'm get so the one good thing I've realized about moving is you know, and maybe we discussed this. I don't know. 
correct interrupt me if we have and i don't think we have but when i was moving i found uh like a half a pack of cigarettes in my garage this we is new information this. okay no this is new yeah half a pack of like marlboro lights just like in my garage I'm like i don't know where they came from but now it's been kind of a little special treat for me because i put them they're like in my bibs pocket or my waiter pocket or whatever. And I'll, I just sort of forget about them until like I put my bibs on and I reach out and I'm like, oh, there's a cigarette in there. And I'm not really a cigarette smoker, but God, I might, <laughs> I might become one because it's, <laughs> it, it, it's just kind of a little, it's a little treat that you don't get to have very often. So unfortunately they're all gone now. So, and I won't buy a pack of cigarettes. So yeah, but, that's the thing. That's more. the difference. If you, if you buy a pack, you are then a cigarette smoker. But if exactly. you find them, hey. but if I find them, then it's free game. And I'm just, you know, I don't want them to go bad. I don't want them to go to waste. So I mean, you're really um, just, you know, saving the environment is what you're doing. Yeah, I'm supporting big tobacco, which I always have loved doing. So, yeah. um, you know, I mean, they're doing well. Yeah, and it's and it's critical <laughs> that I support them. <laughs> Winston Salem, you know, shout out the boys down in Virginia. So. Yeah, cigarettes, uh, yeah, might become one of them. So with the name Bill, I feel like I should. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes, you know? Yeah, yeah turkeys, can't, turkeys, can't, <laughs> turkeys can't smell and neither can trout. So what difference does it make? Well, yeah, it really <laughs> seems like why Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So anyways, Bart, we should move on to you because you actually accomplished something in the last week, unlike Ryan and I. So yeah. share with the folks. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess I would just lead it off with like <laughs> fucking cheers, boys. Like well done, sir. <laughs> almost, almost did it. I mean Yeah, I'm still gonna take you I, mostly did it. Yeah. You you were ninety nine how many boats were in that field, Adam? Like one ninety. Okay, so you were one eighty you have to math math ninetieth of the way there, but regardless. Yeah, yeah so I, I lost to the guy who literally has won everything on that lake like the last four years. Well, I mean, those are good stats. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, uh, I'll i take that. For people who are listening who maybe don't know what happened, I was down at a uh, MLFLW, the Toyota Series uh, Plains Division, had an event on Kentucky Barkley. Um, it was kind of – it was the first major tournament – that had been there since I think it was like 2018 or 2017. It was since like the carp got really bad and uh, kind of the fishing went downhill. So I think a lot of people were looking at it and they were curious what was going to go on. Um, I was pretty excited for the event because I mean, there wasn't a lot of history there. The lakes changed a lot. So it's like a brand new lake and it, it is uh i guess what i ended up finding out is it's one of the one of the best smallmouth fisheries i've been to in a long time um it is insane um yeah i mean I, we can dive into a bunch of different stuff with it. it it's it was i mean very honestly it was probably like the best week of fishing and just best week in general of my life thus far um it was sick like i don't really know how else to explain it like um, well, I guess, I guess kind of like just walk us through, like, I mean, we don't have to go into like everything, but I mean, so you got down there, how many days did you practice? Yeah. So I got down there. Uh, I drove down Friday night. Uh, I started practice on Saturday, Saturday. I caught, um, wait, 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 before you, before you do that. So like for anyone that watched the way in, they obviously know this or saw pictures, but so you, you went there 
to well did you go there to smallmouth fish or you knew that that was potentially a, a player there i, that was I honestly went there looking for largemouth okay i i told griff that like there was this off chance i could get on um what i what i ended up getting on um but like you know like you have an idea in your mind of like oh i could go catch spawning smallmouth but like i didn't realistically think i was gonna find that um i went down there and i was like dude this is kentucky lake like this is the land of you have to weigh 20 pounds of largemouth a day to do something so I went down there and uh, I looked for largemouth for kind of the first two-ish days. I smallmouth fished a bit on quite a bit on Saturday too, but I didn't do any like spawning smallmouth stuff. I went cranking. I threw a swim bait, like threw a Carolina rig, like stuff like Just that. Just kind of hunting. Yeah, I caught fish. Like I caught fish. I actually caught like I caught a four and a quarter. Um, so like I was like, okay, I'm catching a few fish. But Sunday I went largemouth fishing the whole day and it was awful. Um, it, it was not good. And, um, yeah, I, I was pretty, I was pretty defeated after Sunday. Like I, I kind of told Honor this and it's kind of cool how the whole week wrapped up. Cause I would say Sunday I was kind of, I mean, I was chilling in a hotel room by myself in Paris, Tennessee. If anyone knows where that is, like, it's literally the middle of absolutely nowhere. <laughs> um, there's like, yeah, there's no cell service. It's nowhere. And, uh, I just, I had gotten beat up a lot in, um, down South events over the last few years. And I'm sitting down there. I'm like, God, I'm not finding them again. Like just kind of mentally getting anguished and destroyed. And you're like, what am I even doing this for? You know? And, uh, it's just cool how it came full circle. Cause then like the next day I went out and I started idling around and I, um, um, I found one on a bed. I ended up finding one. Um, I was fishing a rock pile looking at my 360, and all of a sudden I saw a little halo on my 360. And I was like, son of a bitch, is that a bed? And uh, I threw at it, got bit, fish came up, jumped, tube came flying out. But, like, I think anybody on the Tennessee River that day could have heard me scream, fuck yeah. And uh, I literally <laughs> just picked up my trolling motor, pulled out, and I went, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm Well, that's because that's, like, one of your favorite things to do. Yeah, it, it's I mean, it, it's something I'm really good at. Um, I feel really <laughs> confident at. And, uh, oh, God. <laughs> but I mean, how? I mean, from what you saw, like how many other people were doing that? Zero. Yeah, I mean, zero. Oh, really? Yeah, like I mean, zero out of 198. Dude, like this is this is what's dead crazy, right? So I went down there, and um, it's kind of. I got to be careful about what I say here because I think I might be able to win some stuff down there in the next few oh, years. Oh, so. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> here we go. But, oh, I knew this was going to be a pile on. But, no, it was um, – Well, don't tell everybody then. No, what all, what all – no, like, right I'm going to talk about it because it was really cool. But there uh, – I got onto it and I started looking around the way we do kind of up North, I would say. Okay. And, um, I started finding fit. Like a lot of people were fishing the bank. Um, and I didn't, uh, I right. stayed pretty far away from it and I didn't see a soul for days. And I just kept finding fish and like, when the event started on Thursday, um, 
I had probably 160 fish located. Because you were just marking beds. Yeah, and I I ran out to my first spot, and uh, when I when I pulled up to it, I put my trolling motor down. I have my first bed I was gonna go to, and uh, I just been shaking them off all practice after I after I caught like eight or nine of them, and they were all over three pounds. So I was like, I'm sure there'll be some smaller ones, but the average is good out here, so I'll just work through them. And I put my 360 down, and I like looked, and before I even got to my first waypoint there were three new beds that had showed up and I had three fish for nine and a half pounds in my live well before I even got to my first waypoint from practice. So I only, I only ended up fishing five of the waypoints I had day one and rolled into day two being like, okay, I got two days to fish like 180 waypoints. Like, let's see what we can weigh here. Um, and that's kind of what everyone plan B at all. No, I, I had zero plan B. There was, <laughs> I had nothing. I, I knew that's what I was doing. And I just figured in my head, I was like, there's no way all these fish are going to leave. And especially mm. because it seemed like so many more were showing up daily. And like, dude, I had my co-anglers. Um, like I told them what I was doing. Honestly, in the morning, I, I like, I looked at them and I was like, I'm going to be fishing bed in smallmouth we can't see them and I'm going to tell you where they are. Can you cast the other direction? And there's, there's other fish pulling into here and you're going to catch fish. And my co day one made two casts and caught a four and a quarter that was pulling up to, that was pre-spawn pulling up Mm -hmm. to spawn. And then he ended up with three. He lost like five of them. But they're limited three, right? I mean, yeah, so, no, the okay. limit's uh, five in the Toyota. Oh, so he didn't for, even weigh a limit. For the cos it is? Yeah, but he oh. still was in, like, the top 30 with mm-hmm. three So you kind of you kind of said, hey, man, fuck you. You get to fish out of the back of the boat. Don't cast it. <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of, yeah. Yeah, I just. That's part of the you, game, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, I mean, yeah, that's kind of part of the game. I was like, right. this is what I, like, I told him, I was like, I just don't want you to accidentally catch one of them because, like, I know right where they are. I'm only <laughs> casting right here. Like I'm not even casting in anything. Else. Right, that's fair. I mean, you're did, right. Yeah, did you, totally were they at least like chill guys? Or? Yeah, no, they were awesome about okay. it. They were like, "Yeah, dude, <laughs> that's fine." So well, and especially dude, they were awesome about it because right they made like ass. three casts and like they catch one immediately. And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, see, like right. there's so it wasn't fish like in the area. I'm not like, even yeah, targeting one ones. fish." I'd have casted right over your fucking head. I know you would have, and guess whose trolling motor would have got picked up immediately, and we would have just started running to the solo beds I had in the middle of nowhere. I would have just, dude, I'd have just fucking dropped one of those big one-ounce jig heads right over the top. You got to the bottom so fast. Wham! Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. 20-pound fluoro. That's the bed rig there. One-ounce tube, 20-pound fluoro. Get them in, get them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't even mess around. But uh, no, they were super cool. My co day two had zero fish day one, mm-hmm. and uh, so he was stoked on it. Probably. Well, day two he got in, and I told him and what we were doing, and he ended up uh, he ended up finishing twenty six. He missed the day three cut by like an ounce. Oh. Um, but he weighed thirteen fourteen on day two. <laughs> like he he had more weight than like a hundred sixty of the boaters. That's awesome. my boat. <laughs> Just that's fucking pretty, around where I was. That's pretty cool that, like, what you're saying, Adam, is that these guys could just, like, kind of cast, like, fan cast wherever and still catch fish. 
Yeah, because there were so many piling yeah. into these areas. It was unbelievable. Well, That's it's better crazy. than the guy just riding around in the back, just soaking a worm, just going, yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they were busy all day because, mind you, I was catching like 40 to 60 of them. So they were just grabbing the net all day. Yeah. yeah sounds like my job. Yeah. So, uh, no, that was a good time. It, it, I mean, like, dude, it was good enough and the fishing was good enough. Like day two, my co, for example, like this was I was trying to get some uh, it, it was I'll go back to this, but I was trying to get some good karma because I was like I knew I was in the top three and I, I knew my bag was up to about 19 on day two. Mm-hmm, and I sure. knew I was going to be up there and have a shot to win. I was like, man, I need some good karma. My co had been talking about how he had a 15 inch line burner that he was worried if it was going to be able to weigh or not when we got in. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and I was like, you want a two pounder? And he's like, yeah, I'd kill for a two pounder right now. Like just kind of casting. I was like, all right, cool. We'll go grab it. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I got a two pounder on a bed over there. I have marked. It's a break class in case of emergency bed. And I don't think I'm going to need it tomorrow. I got about 90 other beds. Yeah. And he was like, okay. So I pulled up my trolling motor, <laughs> ran over there, went right up to it, pointed my trolling motor, like pointed my live at it. And I was like, right there. And he just threw at it, set the hook. I netted it. And he, <laughs> it was like, okay, we can go now. <laughs> well, that, that's good though. That yeah. Was yeah. Like, that's a, yeah. That's a stand up move. I that's was, good, I was yeah, like, yeah, we'll, we'll go for the good karma there. True. <laughs> Well, good deal. That's pretty sweet that you have had that many fish at your disposal. That's pretty cool. Dude, it was unreal. And it was one of those weeks where, like, uh, me and Cody talked about this. It would be cool if he was here because he's had some big national events he's done well in. And he knows what I'm talking about. This was my first one. But, Mm -hmm. like, it was a week where anything I did went right. And like, you would randomly get these feelings or like gut feelings and you were just like, whatever, I'll roll with it. And it always worked. And you were just, you could just do no wrong. And it was, it was the coolest thing ever. Like it was such a cool week. Um, and just lit the fire even more, like just being like, okay, I can, you know, I can do this right back in this thing. Um, so yeah, it was, fun. No. it was fun watching with the boys too. Like we had that group chat going and uh, just kind of seeing it go down was fun. I mean, you were sandbagging yeah. on us big time with the text, but that's all good. <laughs> yeah. Adam, my brother, my brother texted me, I think after your second day and uh, he's like, dude, he's like, I think fucking Adam, I think Adam's going to win this. Like, <laughs> and to be totally honest with you, like I wasn't paying super close attention to it, but then after that second day, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I think he might fucking win this thing. Like, yeah. me and Joe were, like, actively watching that on day three. Yeah, and I couldn't believe, like, I mean, I've been a part of the other side where, like, you're supporting someone you know down south and, like, they're doing good and you're cheering them on. Mm-hmm. Dude, I can't believe how many people were, like, texting me and, you know, like, the support that was there. Like, day two when I got off the stage, I had the phone, my phone in my pocket. And it just vibrated for an hour. Yeah. Like literally just vibrated for an hour. Yeah, I was, was like, cool. what the heck? And like the moment when day three, you know, the the winning moment when Jake won and I, you know, walked off the stage, like for the next hour, my phone just like immediately just kept vibrating. Yeah. Um, sweet. No, so, I mean, that I'm sure that was a cool moment, especially having like never really had that before. Um, right. Especially yeah. a big one like that had to feel pretty good. Yeah, to perform at that level is pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was super cool. It was, and it was like, 
it was really cool to do it on a fishery like like dude it was kentucky fucking lake yeah like, like a big like a big place like like that everybody is, knows it that yeah. is known like it's kentucky lake gunnersville like lake fork you know like yeah somewhere right. known and did it with smallmouth yeah and super, uh super was, good dude and like i I hope you can keep it rolling. I mean, because you weren't you have another one coming up, right? Yeah, when's your next derby? And then we'll yeah, yeah. So I well, <laughs> I was supposed to have a derby uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, actually, um, I was signed up for Chickamauga. Um, so the way they do it is you have a division, and then you can pick one from their other divisions and get into a wild card division. So I'd pick Chickamauga since I was going to be down south. You know, being fully honest, I did not think I would be like in a day three with a shot to win before right. it um so when i got down to chattanooga yesterday or the night before like yesterday i was rigging rods still at 10 30 in the morning i was gonna have like 12 hours of practice and uh, i found out the team trail on the river was gonna be postponed so i called i called them and they rolled my entry over to lake eufaula um in two weeks instead so i came back up north i'll be up here until next friday and then I'm gonna okay drive so you down just kind of swapped swapped what you nice. were gonna do yeah. yeah, and honestly, I love Lake Eufaula, so I've been there a couple times. I'm excited to get back down there. Last time I was there, um, my boat broke like four times, so uh, so it's only, only up from there, right? Yeah, yeah, I can only go up. And I mean, if it does, I know a great repair shop down there. The guys yeah. over at Georgetown Marine are <laughs> great. Got they got a full fridge yeah, of Bush Light, and I'm sure they'll the remember me when I come back. Good in. mechanic for sure. So. Good deal. Yeah. Well, good job, man. Like, um, yeah, we're nicely all done, Bart. For you and it was fun to watch anyway. Yeah, Definitely. no, I, it was pumped. <laughs> it, it was, it was just so cool. There's no other way to say it. It, it's what you dream of, man. Like yeah. doing well, it forever. Hopefully, you're telling that story uh, about more places soon. Yeah, that's that's a hope. <laughs> yeah, keep it going. We can keep doing it. Um, so, but yeah, right. well, I mean, I could talk about it for like eight hours, but we'll move on. I know, I know. I know. We gotta, we gotta chug this thing but, along. All right, thirty minutes. We'll, we'll, in. we'll kind of stay on that because we're we're gonna talk right now about. Uh, well, let's just jump. So uh, the fantasy stuff that we've been kind of rolling through. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want an updated point standings? Because yeah, let's, yeah, let's just take a look yeah, at that, and then that. we'll jump into the picks. Because this is a weird week because it literally is back to back. Like we literally. Yeah. Just did you guys? Week. Um. Did you guys get to watch Lake Murray much? No, I didn't watch a second of it. Did you get to no, see any I, of it? I honestly, no. Well, no, I didn't watch any live because I was doing other stuff. And then I was watching the weigh-ins for Toyota series. So <laughs> I didn't, I have no idea. I just kept checking in on the score. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I saw was social clips and it just looked, I mean, it just uh, talk about a lake that's got a ton of four to five pound largemouth in it. Holy shit. Um, yeah. And like a lot of guys were catching them like uh, doing a lot of stuff. It looked like. Yeah, it looked like you could catch them doing about everything. A lot of top water, like shad mm-hmm. spawn, herring spawn, like a lot of just cool stuff going on. It looked like a really fun place. Um, yeah, but yeah, I was to be fully honest. I the I didn't even look at it till day at the end of day two, and so I'm not going to sugarcoat it. My team pretty much crushed. Um, yeah, dude, you <laughs> fucked people up. You so, had a and really I, and good I said game. last week that I was going to be totally gut shot with Paul Mueller, and that was the only pick that I had that was bad. <laughs> Old Paul couldn't quite do it for Old you. Old Paul just was not on him. I think yeah. he got like 80th. Old Dobbins Paul, man. Jeez. But hey, you know, 
I gave him a chance. I mean, yeah. you know, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he had his up. chance. His his time is over. So yeah, we can do like a, a score update thing. Uh, I will say that I did win this week, though. <laughs> what's the yeah. score adam roll through the scores so uh like we said before we're doing golf scoring so basically instead of just the regular Bassmaster fantasy score and you could hop in our group still if you wanted to just pass the bar but instead of the regular Bassmaster fantasy score we're doing golf scoring so whoever takes first gets one second two whatever and uh whoever has the lowest score at the end of the year wins highest score loses so right now <laughs> Pink is in the lead with four points after four events. He has won every single one. Of We're them. looking good right now. Motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, tied for second is me and Stolsky with 11. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. okay. We're not last. Yep. So we need, we need pinks. We need the floor and to drop out. Where's, where's Hunter sitting? Cause I know he's kind of in trouble here. Hunter is in trouble. He's in last with 14. Yeah. Um, okay. He has taken dead last in three of the four events. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, there, it's a long season. It's a right? long season for yeah, sure. Stolsky actually ended up having a pretty good team at Murray too. Um, he did. Well, he I, did. I I thought he you. was going to beat me actually till the till the last day when they. I basically in. my strategy was just to pick all locals except for one Canadian. I don't know how. How did uh, Johnston end up doing? Uh, I am not sure. He must have sucked. But I should have picked another guy from Carolina. But, um, uh, yeah, but that was my yeah, strategy. we'll go into our picks for this next week. The boys are on Santee Cooper. Um, if people remember Santee Cooper from the past few years of Bassmaster, this is a big bass factory. Um, well, this there is were interesting a couple people that hit the century mark there last yeah. year. Uh, it's got a ton of freaks in it. I'm I'm guessing the weights are going to be a little bit lower because I don't think it's going to be a spawn fest again. I think the spawn is kind of done in that part anyways. Um, but it still should be very big bags, uh, I would anticipate, just because of the sheer amount of four to six pounders big in there, sacks. in my knowing. Yeah. So and correct me here, Bart, if I'm wrong. Or, well, so there, so Santee Cooper, like when people talk about it, is actually, that's not a lake. It's a place. So it's Lake Moultrie. And what's the other one? Uh, it's Moultrie and, um, oh shit. I should know this. I can't remember, but I remember Moultrie. I'll, I'll look it up quick. Okay. But I mean, that's like Santee Cooper's not a lake. So it's like, that's just huh. what this area is called. It's like a chain, chain of two lakes, right? It's like a connected by a river or something. Yes. It's, um, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. It's Marion and Moultrie. Marion and Moultrie. Is. Yeah. Marion's okay. where it typically goes down. Um, but yeah, they're, they're enormous. Um, and it's the one thing about Sandy Cooper, like talking to the guys who've been there, it is like one of the scariest places to drive a boat around. Oh, really? Um, cause it's all shaved off gigantic cypress trees awesome. mm. and there should all be some lower that far under the water <laughs> to check out the Clearwater river. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that'll be interesting to watch. I mean, I'll, I'm curious to, like some of these places that have mega bags, because I think I looked in last time they fished there, it took a uh, hundred and five pounds and change to win the elite wow. event that was there in uh, twenty twenty two or twenty twenty, whatever the last one was. Yep, and then BP won one. Brandon Polnick won one there in the fall two years or three years ago. Okay, and um, he had, I mean, he had like eighty ish. I could be wrong there. It was like eighty to ninety pounds in the fall, which is like right. hard. Right. 
Yeah, no, it's it sounds like a crazy good place. And I mean, it sounds like people are going to catch him. It's not going to be skimpy by any means. So it should be kind of a shootout, which would be cool to watch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we just want to get into it and see just, what. Yeah, Pink, Pink, do you want to go first since you get first in every single one or should one of us go? I'll, I'll go. Ryan can go. I'll go. So I had honestly, I felt like the picks that I had were solid. I have. My the only one that I was super concerned about is really my A bucket, but I'm kind of riding or dying with Cox here, so he's my he's my boy right now. So I gotta take him. Um, so I'm going John Cox, and then uh, Luke Palmer. Uh, I got Brandon Polnick in there. I hope I don't live to regret that. Yeah, he's having a really uncharacteristically bad year right he now. He is, and I don't know, I don't know what the deal is, but it's like the guy is good. So it's like hard for me to like not pick him, especially on a place where he's won before. Like he's done well there multiple times. So I don't know. I, I just feel I feel halfway decent about it, but if it bites me, I'll be like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Um. So Caleb Kufal is my D, and then Brian New. Rounder out there. Hammer. I like it. Those are good picks. Um, okay, so I have um bucket A, I have Patrick Walters. This is Patrick Walters home lake. Um, he's done very well here before. I'm hoping he can win one here. Be cool to see. But uh got him. Uh Group B, I have the same as Pink, Luke Palmer. Luke Palmer's like the most consistent person in the Bassmaster Elite Series, and he almost won here last time. Um, he only lost to Drew Cook because of bed fishing. So but since I don't think it'll be bed fishing, it'll be cool to watch Luke there. Um, bucket C, I'm going with Jacob Peroznik. He's from the area, a good shallow water guy. Um, yeah, I think it'll be be good to watch. Um, and then, uh, bucket D I'm going with Bradley Hallman. He's having a pretty rough year right now, but he's a shallow water. I mean, Oki hammer. Um, he's just going to be flipping a jig all the time or flipping a BFE. So, uh, with the amount of shallow water and cypress trees there, I would imagine he'll do pretty well. Bucket E, I think a sneaky pick is a guy, uh, Keith Poche. Um, he's a shallow water grinder as well. And he runs around in a tin boat and he doesn't care if he gets it stuck, stuck or breaks it. And I think that's pretty important there because that can happen. So, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's from the Bayou of, uh, Louisiana. So he, uh, he'll get way back in some of those places. I'm sure he'll get some fish that no one else can go to. So that's who I'm going with. Right on. Okay, uh, bucket A. I have Patrick Walters, uh, same as Bart. Um, it's his home lake, so you know, should pull it yeah, out. No. I mean, it's sort of a no brainer. The natural uh, pick. Bucket B. I wanted to have somebody from north of the Mason Dixon, so I picked Austin Felix. I don't know how he'll do. Uh, um, Felix almost won there in the fall event that Brandon oh, Polnick won. Even better. Had no idea. Uh, ring, bro. I didn't know that, but that's good to know. <laughs> uh, bucket C, I have Matt Robertson, the guy with the cool mullet. Um, <laughs> and he has ugly stick on his jersey, which I really like. He only so. throws ugly sticks too, Will. 
does he actually fish with them? He actually fishes them. Yeah, he fishes there. They have a premium Wait. brand. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a Wait. or $200 rod, and that's what he fishes with. I didn't know he actually He lives in a trailer park in oh. Kentucky, dude. He's awesome. Oh, He's that's, a savage, dude. The guy is like probably one of the most entertaining people on the That's line. awesome. Him and Yeah, him and Fighter, uh, when they kind of get together, oh it's just spectacular. God. Talk yes. about cigarettes. You know, we're coming full circle here. Uh, <laughs> bucket D, I have Jason Christie. Um, and then in my bucket E, I have Brian New as well. Ryan, you had him as well. I did. Yeah. Well done, dude. Bill. Thanks. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good lineup, Bill. Yeah. Thank and you. I mean, Honor's not here, but you probably don't want to hear his picks anyway. So. Yeah. No. It does, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, for the guy being an old FLW tour pro and knowing a bunch of these guys, he's really <laughs> bad at picking them. I know. Well, there you go. I mean, there's a lot of other previews to this tournament out there right now, but if you really want to get the real information, you know. You yeah, know if you want comes. the real information, go listen to like Hellabass or Serious Angler. But if you want the bar picks, we got you. Yeah, I will dude. say. Uh, Cigarettes and mullets over here. Even in. So I joined the Hellabass one. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm in. I mean. I'm in second in the hella bass one right now. Okay. So yeah. still Pink, good. Pink's like legitimately killing it in all Bassmaster fantasy. To be right fully honest, yeah, I joined like a bunch of groups because I was like, oh, whatever. Because like they give, like if you've never done this, like they give away stuff. Like you can win like things. Um, yeah. If you're the overall winner from like Rapla or whoever sponsors it, Tackle so, Warehouse, you win like thousands of dollars of gear. So right now, because it gives you like if you go to your my team page, it tells you like where you rank amongst everybody in the whole thing. Yeah, what's your percentile? Ninety nine point eight percent, and my current rank is number fifty three. Oh in all the God. country, in all of fantasy fishing. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! You could very well win this. Entire- like we're we're going to the top, boys. <laughs> like, oh my god, we, we might be able to away, here we, we might go. be able to give away a prize package to the listeners. Yeah, dude. Who knows? Who knows? Like, sky's the limit. We just boy. need to name the group. Beat Ryan Pinkala. <laughs> That's incredible, Ryan. So I mean, dude, you have like, a I legitimate chance. Yeah. I mean, ninety. What'd you say? Ninety ninth percentile. Ninety-nine point eight is where he's fifty-third <laughs> overall. Like we're talking over ten thousand people or something in it. Dang, dude. That's, yeah, dude. Okay. I mean, hey, we got a lot of season hey, left, but a lot of you know, season left, a lot of ups and downs. Like I'm, I'm just turns, gonna trust but... the old gut on this one. Dang, Keep player, that's roll. awesome. Holy shit! All right, all right. Well, what do you uh, What do you guys have for your weight? We'll just go through that quick too. You guys got to weight down. Yeah, I think. I think I had big eyes on this, but I went 102.10. Okay. I like that. You, they could break the century mark again. Um, I need to adjust mine because I didn't realize this was such a slugfest hammer factory. So I think I had like 80 something, but I will adjust. So. It, yeah, could, you, it could be that. It so, could be postponed. Yeah. So the last time they had a spring tournament, granted, it was in March. I think it was 105 okay. and change won it. And I think there was only two, there was two bags over a hundred in that tournament. And then like, obviously it went down. Like, yeah, they had just started pulling up when they got there last time. If I remember right. What was yours, Adam? I think I have 94, seven. Okay. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Um, but I don't think 80s would be bad, like upper 80s, because it could be a post-spawn event, fish are thin and just not really biting well. Right. It could um, go either way. And they True. just, you know, it could be a 104-pound bag, but they're post-spawn. So they well, yeah. Eat. I mean, the last tournament they had was like mid-March, so this will be like a month later. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, very interesting to see. But there's our dive into the Sandy Cooper event. Um, it should be a good one. And yeah, Bass has been doing a great job this year. Their coverage is awesome. If you guys kind of wanted to get into tournament bassing and watch it, Bass does an awesome job. Yeah, the, the the live coverage has been really fun to watch. Actually, I mean, there's there's a few of their um, commentators that are a tough listen, but hey, hey, you know, you know we're getting through it. Not yeah. everybody can be as good as us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're we're for sale for sure. I yeah, mean, absolutely. We can be money talks. Yeah. Um, but for our next segment, we're going to go back to one we haven't done for a little while now. We're going to go to geared up uh, segment. Ryan kind of came up with Ryan. You want to dive into it? Yeah. So basically uh, we're just going to go through. I mean, we all do a lot of like outdoor related things, um, just pieces of gear that we found to be either really good or helpful or super shitty. <laughs> stuff that you shouldn't get but um we we all have experience with lots of equipment so uh we're just gonna go through kind of we just got like one thing basically but if you're looking to maybe like add something to your your gear or you're looking or to whatever, gear up or yeah you're looking to gear up this is it this, this is, is it. this is your spot so this is geared up this is geared up you're ready i can uh i can lead it off pink i got one that's shitty that Ooh. i kind of thought yeah of. let's lead off okay with shitty let's one. lead off with a bad one yeah. um I don't know if I necessarily want to throw the company under the bus, but nope. the product you is have to under the bus. You have That's to. the rule. Because it's shit. Okay. Uh, graph glass. Uh, graph any- glass? Graph glass, they call it. So it's basically protective graph screen glass. covers that you can get for like your Helixes or Solixes or Lorances or Garmin's, whatever. It's like, a, you know, like yeah, the... So- screen protector for your phone. Yeah, like a screen protector you put on your phone. You can put them on graphs. Sure. They all okay. suck. Like because they're all I'm gonna terrible. tell you, on don't, paper, don't get this them. sounds like a great idea. It, it's it a good yeah. idea in theory, but then you put mm-hmm. them on and your graphs are in the sun so much, like the shade that hits them, if they get any little nick in them, um, and like you're wearing sunglasses, looking through that, that other thing, like, dude, it just darkens your screen so much, and it's just, it's not worth it. Like, I, I put them on my boat. Uh, when I first got my Triton a few years ago, um, I had them on for two days and I just pulled them off. Uh, I've seen other people who put them on and they pulled them off. There's a reason you don't see a lot of people running them. Um, so they're just not very beneficial. Sucks. They're like a hundred, 200 bucks too. And I know everybody who spends big dollars on new electronics looks at getting them. Um, I'm here to tell you, you don't need them. Just, uh, just so- take care of your graphs. Where where do you stand on just leaving the uh, factory plastic sticker on the screen instead? <laughs> I, I peel them off, but I have seen people leave them on. Like if you don't have a touch screen like a Helix. Yeah. I've seen people leave them on for a long time. Just um, wait till they're flapping in the wind, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you can do that. But I mean, really, you, you don't really need them. And like, I don't know. I wipe my graphs off every one or two days yeah i mean those things are meant to get used i mean my god you spend that much money on them you know yeah i do i do like 
it sucks because of like somebody obviously like paid for that and and it's busted but like it's kind of satisfying to see like one that's like blown out from a tungsten hitting the screen on Facebook or something. Yeah. You know, well, and that's dude, that's the thing too. They advertise with these things that they're like shatterproof and shit. And it's like, dude, if you drive a half ounce to an ounce tungsten into a graph, there ain't any protective well, you cover you're it. putting on it. That's stopping it. Well, like on a hook set, it's essentially just a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I could see like, you know, that's that's definitely gonna take down the old helix probably. Yeah. yeah. So that that would be my one. I know we've done a lot of good stuff that it's like you should buy, but here's one that I've that's good of, though. That I you mean, should not buy. So yeah, graph glass, know. get your life together because graph glass sucks. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, well PTB exclusive. Hopefully they weren't trying to sponsor us, dude. Yeah, I know. We just get wow. inundated with sponsorship offers. One at a time, please, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was good though, Bart. It was good to get one. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. So do you do you currently obviously you don't have them now, right? But you did. Yeah, I had them before, but I took them off after two days and I've never even thought of using them again. Like <laughs> complete I don't junk. Know. Like I like what I originally got them like, for, like I spent big he money on like new graphs bucks. and I didn't. Two hundred, huh? They're two hundred dollars. Yeah, they're like a hundred to two hundred bucks. Yeah, I can look oh, it up. But God, wow. terrible. You know what? Graph class, just wow. That, what? That's yeah. tighten up. Makes me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though. All let's right, get bro. them on here. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's let's grill them. <laughs> we gotta Q sort this out. All right, Bill. What you got? I've got something uh, that I think can be used for a multitude of things, not just fishing, not just hunting. So if you go to your local, uh, I don't know, kind of a sort of farm supply store, farm and ranch out here, it's Murdoch's, but you could find these at Fleet Farm, I bet, or Farm and Fleet for those of you in Wisconsin or uh, whatever. They make these, um, these, rubber feed buckets so like a 12 quart bucket made out of sort of heavy duty rubber okay um they are awesome because they're much heavier than like a plastic uh bucket like a five gallon bucket um they're heavier so they don't blow over in the wind and i use one i don't know if anybody listening to this has a drift boat i kind of doubt it but if you do i use it to uh set my anchor in and uh it's really nice because you don't have to detach your anchor every time you take your boat out of the water. But I also use it for like a trash can in the boat. Um, they're sweet. So, yeah. The, so, rubber uh, feed buckets in the 10 or the 12 quart. I think it's just good to have one on you. Keep it in your pickup uh, or okay. in your boat. They're nice. I'm, I'm scoping them right now. Yeah. Because like they're, they're not that, they're not plastic. They're rubber. So, they're heavy and they don't, uh, yeah, they don't. They don't blow over in the wind. They're they're sweet little yeah. purchase, and they're they'll run you about twenty bucks. So get they don't they don't break if you drop them. Right. Exactly. On. And you put throw an anchor in there. You throw whatever you want in there, and they'll uh, stay sturdy. So that's oh, yeah. kind of my 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 does, uh, gear pick. Does the one you have have like handles on it, or like what? It the does. It has a singular handle, like it would on a five gallon bucket. But uh, yeah, they're man. They're, I like that. I don't have that, but I think that I should have that. They're sweet. Like just even in the back of your truck, just to throw like empty beer cans in. You know, I mean, it's just something to have on you. Um, 
yeah, they're they're nice. So yeah, rubber rubber feed bucket, I guess would be my get pick. you some, bro. Ten or twelve quart is a nice size. Anything That's... bigger than that, I don't think you need it. But yeah, okay. Well, you heard it here first. That's a firsthand. I mean, you're a user. I'm an active user, and some some dudes at the fly shop turned me on to it, and they're like, "Yeah, they're like stop taking your anchor off every time you take your boat out of the water and just use one of these, and then you can use it as a garbage." It's like, "Oh, these are awesome!" I bought three of them the next day. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's I mean, like what what other things have you used it for? Unintended, perfect uses. Unintended uses. The garbage bucket in the boat has yep. been really nice. Um, I've used. I have one in the back of my pickup that serves as. Also a garbage bucket, but then too, I've realized that I can just like um, use it as sort of in a pinch if you don't have a cooler and mm -hmm. you happen to run in somewhere that has ice, you can just dump some ice in there and throw your oh. beers in there. It's like a beer cold, bucket. Dude. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just beginning to learn the uses of these things and I'm excited to see where it goes. So we Mr. are joined. Honor. We are joined by Cody Honor. Hello. Cody, how was the pour? How was the pour? Yeah. It was sick thick rich concrete viscous awesome. huh like dq doesn't have anything on that one. Oh, they need boy. To add some water to that and the oh the vibration perfect mm. perfect a lot of vibratory action. on top immaculate mm. you just oh, got her to settle right in huh oh oh beautiful if you looked at these light poles you'd be look you'd be looking at you know I wouldn't say Picasso, <laughs> but maybe Michelangelo. Sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. Well done. Hey, so we Thanks. did, uh, we kind of discussed before the little mishap last week. How's, uh, how are things going, you know, with the, uh, with the schnoz? Um, I don't know if you can it's, see. It's looking better, bro. It is looking better, but my, my chin has definitely, definitely got some work to be done on, on that front. Not, not, was not a great experience. Let's let's say that I left you guys early. <laughs> oh my damn god! Near, damn near was like a, a quad fisherman. Um, <laughs> quadriplegic. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was that was interesting. That was interesting. But what have you all been talking about? We're uh, we're going through geared up. So uh, okay, Bill was just finishing up talking about his. Um, I I gave the first ever geared up uh review of something you should not buy that's shitty. You would probably agree with this, Cody. I said graph glass. Yes, one hundred percent. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I was explaining it to them. I'm like, it's such a waste of money. It's so shitty. Total yeah. trash. So our, our like, stance now. I, I can say this. I can say this because I know the owner. Like he's he's a good friend of mine. <laughs> oh really? We just got a dog. Wow. Okay. Well, good thing. <laughs> um. Hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> no, nah, he he won't listen. Literally, he our is a professional fan. fisherman, though. <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. Yeah. No. Super cool, dude. Love him to death. But like that idea, like it's sold, but. Sold in a way, I think. <laughs> yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, so we're all on the same page here. You know, craft glass, no good. And then and then uh old Billy dropped us with a uh rubber feed bucket. 
as being the the, the next big thing here. A twelve quarter bucket. What it twelve? Like explain that to me. Twelve quarter, the ten quarter. Think picture like a plastic bucket, but made out of heavy duty rubber, so it doesn't tip over. It doesn't break. Uh, they're just nice to have on hand. I encourage everyone to run the fleet farm or farm and fleet or uh, <laughs> Murdoch's and pick one up because I'm serious. You guys keep one in the back of your truck. You'll be like, dang, I wish I had this thing earlier, but uh, yeah, they're awesome. Just a nice piece to keep around. Yeah. I think you influenced enough people here. I mean, I, I'm it's sold. worth, it's worth the 20 bucks. Yeah, I believe it. All right, pink. What do you got? So mine is uh, a little less versatile. I will say kind of a niche thing uh so if you are you know if you're into archery archery you got a bow you know uh the tight spot quiver i have found to be one of my favorite pieces of gear for like an add-on to a bow so put your arrows on the side hold them super secure it actually has like adjustable little fingers for uh like tightening how tight it holds the arrows in there But so far, been my. I actually have one right here. This guy right here. It's kind of a longer situation, a little longer guy. But it's got these little grippers that you can adjust how tight it holds it. So if you're one of the guys that's brush busting a lot, you can uh, crank it down so they're like almost impossible to get out. I have lost a few arrows on my quiver, so that'd be. Yeah. So I've tried quite a few different ones, but that one is by far the best that I've ever used. And it's like the like little sticks, you know, or carbon fiber. Uh, It's pretty well put together deal. They're not cheap. Uh, They're like like a hundred and fifty bucks, probably. But (laughs) yeah, yeah. they're pretty. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's well worth the money. And I like I've also bought all the ones that I've bought and used. For like sixty bucks, so okay, you know, shop shop around. But are you no, cruising far, uh, like Facebook Marketplace for those, or eBay, or where's the spot for both, a guy to... dude? I think Marketplace is the move though, because you know, as soon as you message a guy, you can usually get a deal on it like early. You know, oh yeah, Say, deep man, deal. They trying to get 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 rid of that thing because like yeah, sixty bucks cash right here. Let's get this unloaded. So, well, that's that's a good one, Ryan. Yeah, I've I think so, I've seen those before, but I haven't. I don't actually know anybody that has a first-hand account so that's good yeah i've put them on a couple bows now and like i don't know why i would buy a different one it's right. definitely my favorite one and they just work like it's one of those things it just works you know like it's you sort never of have like, issues it's like the anti-graph glass it is like think <laughs> yeah. like this quiver is essentially like graph glass like if it was good yeah it's that's like what, what every everything graph glass <laughs> wants to be is what the what is it called tight spot quiver Tight spot quiver. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. There you go. Hunter, do you have anything for geared up or no? I do have one. Um, and this is, yeah, this is a shot out of the dark, but, uh, so people always knock on this because are the acoustics better in here or worse? Uh, it's like equally bad. (laughs) Equally (laughs) Just different bad. All right, let me step outside. Now he's just frozen. I hope I hope there wasn't another pool out there. <laughs> might be oh, a slip boy. inside. Uh, he might be. Oh, there he oh, is. Oh, we got you. Yeah. Wow. 
Eagle River, man. Eagle River. We're just battling. <laughs> it's a constant grind. Oh, he's back. Is there he is. There he is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's okay. Good. Yeah. So I can't I can't go outside. Um, <laughs> um so I would say my my biggest um geared tip that people probably probably don't use just because they laugh at it is the banjo minnow. I'm not joking, <laughs> yeah. dude. I've talked about it before. Um yes. about it again. We talked about it in length. <laughs> and it is if you're a musky or pike angler, I'm not saying it's a bass bait. It's not. But it's for muskies not. or muskies or big pike, that bait is phenomenal. I mean, Larry Dahlberg True. got stoned as shit and made his own version, Mr. Wiggly, and catches the crap out of out of big muskies and big pike on yeah. the thing. It's an amazing bait absolutely amazing so i mean you know if you if you're going expert level here i mean like what size what size are you talking? yeah what size works for the muskies Noggin. i i you like know, the got, biggest size several models of here. the banjo now. the big boy I, okay the the biggin the big boy <laughs> the hog snatcher yeah yeah the <laughs> the mr wrangler I'm going. I'm going um, in. I'm going in right now. Bye now. And no, that that bait, like in certain situations, like that thing, absolutely catches. If you're if you're a muskie or a pike angler, there's certain places that that bait cannot be outdone. And I am not joking. I wish I was joking, but I'm not joking in this certain scenario because <laughs> it's so it's so like TV. You know, personality. By now, the genetic response of the banjo minnow. I mean, their slogan is catch more fish even when they're not hungry. Yes. There you go. It's a genetic response. It forces them. They have to. them to eat it. It's borderline, like, yeah. Oh, it's it's super cringe. It's super how many How many of these do you believe you own? Probably three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, like you're you're building an arsenal. It, yeah, it's not easy to get them. No, well, there is that. You no, know? it's not. But I I will say, like in certain scenarios, like around, um, like I probably had exclaimed in great detail, um, around like damn dam areas or like tight quarter fishing where you need a lot of action that bait absolutely wrecks them better than anything all right let, so me, let me just hear a pike angler l- let me just give people Get a one. snippet here a little snippet I'm in. No, no, he said exactly what I was about to say. Oh shit! They have it has swim cuts now, dude. It's it's oh, over, dude. It's I mean, on the level. <laughs> forget about it. 
No, that's totally it. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. All righty. Well, All right, we boys. I got to I got to cut out a little bit early tonight, but I'm glad I could uh, be here for the banjo talk. Again. I no, yeah, I I think that's that's a good place to either just. But yeah, uh, yeah, I got a bail. I'm trying to sell some shit on Facebook Marketplace actually right now. The guys can right. look at it. So good right, luck, boy. Billy. We shall see you next week. We'll see you, Bill, and the show will go on with the rest of us. All right, so we're moving on to. Uh, so we're getting gonna get into what in the world is going on. Um, Pink, what do you got here? Okay, so I uh, I'm gonna be honest. You might be the only one with something here. Okay, I'll keep this one short because I could really get into this, but I'm not going to, just because it's uh, I don't. We need to go down the rabbit hole. Of this. So anyway, so uh, predator hunting. I know me and Stolsky got into this one day pretty heavy. Uh, it's very controversial, so we don't really want to like get into that because we're not like super knowledgeable on the subject, but. This is kind of a funny slash sad, whatever. So, okay, Connecticut is a state, obviously. So, uh, yeah, that's you can Google it. It's real. Um, so, Connecticut has a bunch of bears over there. Okay. They're very, like, anti-bear hunting, though. So, they just, like, passed, you know, like, through their legislature or whatever they had this bill that was going to allow like bear hunting in Connecticut and like it was very like opposed or whatever so um a month after they like shot that down and were like no bear hunting uh this lady gets attacked by a bear and they've been having like bear attacks and encounters like where they just come into people's house like constantly now since they said people aren't allowed to hunt bears in Connecticut oh my god (laughs) Is it like they're, uh, they think it's their den? You know, because I, I, I don't seen, know. I've seen like where videos of where they'll den underneath people's houses and stuff. Dude, I think it might be that or stuff like that. But essentially, so I like, there's like a super long article about this. You can read it, but it's like all these people that are super opposed to hunting in the state of Connecticut that were like opposed to this bill because they were like, well, not enough people hunt. Like, why should we have a season or whatever? And now they're having all these issues with bears coming into people's houses and like attacking people. But then every time a bear like does that, they shoot it. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, <laughs> but no bear hunting. No, no. But as soon as it attacks somebody, they're like, kill it. I mean, duh. In a way, they're, they're, uh, the government is literally shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> yeah, like, like it, it's just like a stupid situation. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to say whether or not they should have this bear on, but people shouldn't be like surprised that there's like a shit ton of bears. <laughs> but they're like, and it's Connecticut. So they have like, it's just black bears there. Like, some, some of these are like big, dude. Like the one they said they shot uh, in April. Uh, they shot a 400 pound black bear. That's a big black bear. In like, so, like I don't know, it went like in somebody's house or something. So they blasted it. Could you imagine a 400 pound black bear just walking into your kitchen? <laughs> and you're just sitting on the couch. It's like a big raking. <laughs> <laughs> they just show up in there. I don't know. It just seems weird, right? Like, I, I mean, I get that there's like people that don't hunt or like anti hunting or whatever, but then because you hear this all the time, like it's not just bears, it's like other animals too. That it's like, 
people are like save all of those and then as soon as there's like any conflict they're like shoot them just kill them it's like yeah. the same people like i don't get mm. it dude yeah but anyway connecticut latest victim of uh bear attacks out there i gotcha Honor, do you have anything for what in the world's going on or not um if you if you don't it's no big deal because i totally don't because i've been off the grid for a week i'm i'm trying to think of something off of i do have plenty to contribute to the next segment <laughs> all right Let, let's just go to it because we yeah, this we... is a segment we haven't done in a long time yeah so, so we got uh our next segment is notes on your phone so with this segment um this is we've been trying to do a better job of it um but making notes on your phone of when you're on the road or doing things of random things that occur and thoughts in your mind of things that are going on um a lot of mine have to pertain to my last week and a half on the road in kentucky but i think you guys will appreciate them um i just got to find them here yeah, just you okay. know, dish us a couple saucy ones right off Okay, of so first one, uh, I drive down south, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay in Murray, Kentucky for the night. Um, I drove to three hotels, and there was zero plugs in any of the parking lots for my boat. You got to know the so, right one. Yeah. So what, what did you do? What was the, what was the plan uh, B? Uh, well then that's gonna, that's gonna lead into my next oh, note on my phone. Fantastic. So that's, <laughs> that, that goes into the next one. Um, I stayed at the fish trap in Paris, uh, Honor, I think you I know that before, right? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's a super many. cool little lodge actually. Um, but I called there at eight 59 and it closes at nine and it's like owned by this family and ran by this family. Mm -hmm. And basically this lady was like, yeah, when are you going to be here? I was like, probably nine 30. She's like, all right, cool. I'll meet you at the front desk. And she comes down and she was just like, it was a Friday night. She was pretty blitzed. And, uh, they were having a birthday party at the house up the, up the street. So she had just came down there to like, check me into the hotel and everything. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that that was funny. This place, if you haven't been to the fish trap, it's super cool too. It is. Like you go in and it's a bait shop slash a hotel resort, you know, and the whole lobby you look around and there's fishing jerseys, signed people, yep. everything all the way around it. Oh, it's really cool. Yeah, it's got like Van Dam and Skeet Reese jerseys from back in the day. And it's it's super nice. Dude, I will say though, like that's one thing. I mean, if like obviously since you fish tournaments or people that have traveled to do it don't realize like finding somewhere to plug your boat in is like not that easy all the time no it is a super big problem like dude i remember like in some of the college ones that we stayed in well in lacrosse we maybe just like slept by the bridge with honor but yeah um yeah. but when when we actually made it to like the last but day I, of the tournament I, we got a hotel room <laughs> but I remember like where you we'd like we'd like take the screens out of the window to like throw an extension cord down into the parking lot from the room yeah. to, just to like plug in. Yeah. <laughs> I I always enjoyed the phrase oh, oh, where are you staying? Well, I'm staying at the the Holiday Inn. No, I'm staying there. I'm not I don't have a room, but right. I'm staying there. Yeah. Dude, I I remember like multiple occasions where we, it was you and, and Mark and me and Kaysen, and we just literally slept in the parking lot under the bridge with all the yeah. homeless people drinking beer all night. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They became great friends. Yeah, yeah. Nope. No plugs there either, by the way. 
contact. <laughs> they were great guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you figured it out, though. All right, you didn't. Yeah, I found, I found a place to dead plug it. Batteries on the side of the road. Um. The the next one I have is uh. Everybody is obsessed with Cajun food in the south. Like you just want to go eat somewhere. Oh. If it's a Cajun restaurant, it's loaded every night. It's oh, yeah. so hard to get a seat. Yeah. Well, did you get one or what? Uh, yeah, but I didn't order. I just ordered a burger or something. Oh and went home and went to Bart goes down south to a Cajun restaurant and gets a burger. I love it. <laughs> dude, I was exhausted. I didn't want to. I didn't want to explore. Well, Plus, I didn't know. Dude, they here's the thing. I don't want to explore new foods when I have to be on the water for 14 hours the next day. New foods. <laughs> new foods. Should just you know you know get 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 the you know some good little jambalaya little you know I told crawfish, you crawfish like tone it back from the brashness I'm gonna tone it back <laughs> that is bullshit <laughs> why did you not get a crawfish boil or something yeah yeah I guess I mean but do you want a crawfish boil in Tennessee or Kentucky or do you want it in Louisiana well I don't know you were in Tennessee in kentucky so it seems like that would have been a good place <laughs> i mean that's fair but you, I mean, you, Hunter, you better around. you'd probably rather have one in missouri like mississippi or louisiana like, right like i've i've had them in here's I, the deal i think it'll be good anywhere i've had them in georgia i've had them in louisiana but the thing is that i found out they all get them from the exact same place in louisiana same so, crawfish get some crawfish. plus part you were smallmouth fishing if you would have added some crawfish to the mix here who knows you who knows won. who knows yeah, maybe i would have won no you guaranteed would have won i'm not Damn. saying you would but i guess we'll never know you no. know <laughs> um i do i still have an, i have two more keep her going um, so this one, this one's kind of interesting. It's, it's a little bit of a story too, from that event down there. But, um, so day two of the event, I wake up in the morning to pouring rain and, you know, sitting in third and I'm like, okay, I need to get there. Cause they're putting media stuff in my boat. And I got to do interviews and shit. I walk out to my truck and my tire is to the rim flat on my uh, truck, on the truck, on my truck. Oof. And I'm like, fuck. And of course, like I need to leave right then to get there. Cause I didn't go look at my truck or anything. I just got my stuff ready. Everything was ready. I just needed to hop in cause it was pouring and I knew it was going to be pouring. Um, so then what we ended up having to do was we took my boat off my truck and there was a co-angler staying with us. So we used his truck, but his plug-in didn't work. So we were staying for the lights. So we were staying right by a boat ramp at Moore's. Oh, so you ripped it. So we go back it in down there, and I had to drive in the pitch black on Kentucky Lake in the pouring rain on day two (laughs) down Lake to go check in and get my media stuff and everything. So I was already soaked by the time we were taking off. And how many miles is that? Or how far did you have to run? Mm, probably six, seven miles. What do you think, Connor, for Moore's? Six, seven miles? Yeah, I would say like five to seven. Yeah, okay. it's somewhere in there. 
Um, so, but the biggest the thing is too. Tire? So there's a secondary channel there that you run. None of the buoys have lights on them, and none of them are marked on your chip. So you're just running in the black, and you're like, God, I hope I don't hit a buoy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I had to do that. But then the cool part was, so we were staying, you know, with a bunch of guys and everything. One of uh, the guys there, Justin, his buddy Matt came with, and he just was hanging out for the week and everything. He just liked to travel with and hang out with the boys and have beers. And before I left, he was like, dude, give me your AAA cards and your keys. Like, I'll get it taken care of while you're gone. And I was like, really? Dude, I got back. My truck tire was perfect. And my truck was parked waiting for my boat to get hooked up after I dropped that 19 sack. And he was like, yeah, dude, I drove it into the garage, jacked it up, got the tire off, took it to the tire shop. Valve stem was broke. That's all it was. Um, So they got that fixed, got it back up and put it back on but it, it was honestly awesome like major shout out to matt and justin but uh because i got back and i i had a late check-in that day so i didn't even get back until like seven o'clock um so i was able to just go get gas and fill up and stuff was, was this the same tire that you had the uh pistol casing in in boston uh i don't think so i don't know because my tires got rotated since oh, then. All right, 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 right. so i don't i don't know if it was the same one i don't think it was though um it would have yeah. been a better story if it was it, it would have been a better story. <laughs> i literally did look at it though and i was like motherfucker that plug finally broke <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. that's what i thought it was i was like yeah i mean it was it was about time it was due yeah but hey, for the record here we are going on now driving to Maine. They're driving back from Maine to Grand Oklahoma and back and to Kentucky and back and Griff's patch job on a bullet casing in my tire <laughs> is still holding. Well done, Griff. I mean, just <laughs> you need you need impressive. a tire patch, call him. Mm-hmm. He's your guy. Forget the shop. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, not to do with the tournament down south, but just a note on the phone. Notable people for events for the summer. Uh, Hunter, you'll like to hear this. Perfect. Ryan Pincall and I signed up for a Tuesday night Bass League. Let's go. Let's go. Let's we did. (laughs) Pink is coming out of retirement. The dream team. Mm. Bush lights and bass. Yeah. <laughs> but no, here, that boy. that should be fun. Pink, are you excited? You haven't you haven't done that in a while. I am. Yeah. No, I've only fished a couple here and there uh in the past few years. So it'll be nice to do more of like a schedule and try to just, you know, get her going. I'm yeah. stoked. I mean, like it's local, which is nice. So it's not like we got yeah, small lakes, everything. Like it w- won't practice really or anything. We're just gonna go fishing, but uh, it'll be fun to do after work on Tuesdays throughout the summer. Yeah, we'll bang them out. I'm stoked. Get out there and we'll get it going. I I'm, I have I have a lot of faith in us. Lots of faith. Yeah. But It'll there'll be, be plenty plenty more to update on that as the season gets going. Yes, exactly. Um, but that is it for my notes on my phone. Does anyone else have notes on their phone from the past weeks? Let's see here. I know I got some stuff. All right, let's see. Okay. You, weren't, 
go go for it. Okay. I know I sent you guys this in the Snapchat. I just thought it was great. So, uh, so I'm at work, right? Per usual. And uh, <laughs> this is last, last week. So I, I have like an, like interns that work for, with me, whatever. Uh, so Thursday, Thursday, I get an email. I know I snapped this to a lot of people. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, these are like college age, you know, individuals, that type of thing just happened to be, uh, you know, Thursday, uh, April the 20th, that, uh, was just a day that they just couldn't make it in, you know, just, uh, feeling a little under the weather, if you will, on, uh, you know, on a day that has been uh, pretty well established as being a day where people are feeling a little under the weather, if you know what I'm saying. Are you talking about the weed day? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you got an email for a day off. I was feeling sick on 420. Yeah. Yeah. I got the, I got the, I'm needing a personal day today email at about uh, 6 a.m. on, uh, you know, 420. <laughs> Like you, you couldn't have just told me yesterday you weren't coming. <laughs> <laughs> Did and you the, give them the day? Well, I don't give. I don't care. They don't even have to show up if they don't want. I don't care. But like <laughs> the the best is like because you know I'm like the subject line of an email. Like most people would have put like put like out sick something like that. All it said it was just an email from this person, and it just said. Four slash twenty personal day. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like have fun, have fun. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so that was good. It got me laughing. I sent it to like a bunch of people. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I remember seeing that, that when I was uh, I was down south, and I got a good laugh out of it. Yeah. So, and then this one was just like, I don't know, a general observation that I was literally like laughing out loud about. So there's a Walmart by my house that is like, wow. Okay. And it's like, I feel like if you needed anything for this segment, you could just go to Walmart. But, um, so I go there the other day and some, so like, you know, they have like all the like groceries and stuff. There's a spot in there where it's like all whatever like spaghetti sauce and shit like that and somebody had like smashed one on the ground right like a one of those glass like things so okay <laughs> like i most of the people that like work at walmart not saying there's anything wrong with working at walmart but it's like the people that work there like a lot of them suck at what they do and i don't know why that is well they they suck at most of the things that they do that's why they work in walmart this that could be that could be uh, so this was just like a, a, an interesting, uh, use of effort I'll say. So there, so we got this, we got this smashed spaghetti sauce here on the floor. Right. And so the first person comes up that like works there, right. Just walks up and is just like looking at it. And I'm like in the, the like other end of the aisle, just kind of like watching this go down. First person like walks up in there and is looking at it just like, like, this is a big problem here. Like, I don't know what we're going to do about this. And then just like standing there, just giving it a once over and then just walks away entirely. Just like, no, not even going to deal with this. So then the next person comes totally different person walks around the corner and is like shocked that this thing is sitting here. So then they leave 
And now I'm kind of like getting personally invested because I'm like, I kind of need to know how this plays out. And so the next person comes and they just put some cones around it. Okay. Like warning you that, you know, this is an issue here. <laughs> so then, so then they leave never to return. And then the next person comes totally different employee, right? Sees like that there's these cones here. Doesn't like the cones that are there removes them, installs different cones with a guy that's like falling down on them. For sure. You know, so you would know that it's, you might slip here. Obviously. General, you know, soccer type cones, not sufficient in this situation. Uh, only to be replaced by the guy slipping down cones. And then, <laughs> this is what gets me. So then someone that looks a little more official shows up to this whole and now mind you i'm like shopping so i'd like i'd like go do something and then like i'm like i'm gonna walk by again to like see what the progress is here and so now we got like the manager shows up like he's got a different color vest on than everybody else yeah he's got the the watch watch out i i could be in danger you know he's got the and he had like he had a really big button like this big which i assume is dominant in some form that's dominant well, at walmart yeah that's <laughs> like a, a war zone badge yeah yeah for sure like he's been through it dude and so this guy comes up says no this is not good enough removes all the cones and then just proceeds to boot wipe the entire shit under the <laughs> shelf <laughs> on the bottom removes the cones and just walks away that is incredible and i was there for it all and this all this all progressed into like a solid 20 minute time span that i had i mean i i had all the things i went there to get but i was just like the, the, it just keeps getting better every time i walk by so i i stayed i stayed in walmart for an additional probably 20 minutes just to see this happen and long story short, that pile of glass is probably still sitting under that shelf right now. <laughs> it will never be removed. No, but no. I mean, like they have no like, no, it's there until that Walmart burns to the ground. Four to five different people surveyed this situation and just were like thinking about what needed to be done. Yeah. And they're like, absolutely not. I am not the person to get that done. I this is above my pay grade. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> no doubt i so. that is not my job <laughs> so yeah no. it was it was like an impressive display of just like i don't know work ethic i would say is really what it came down to there pathetic <laughs> <laughs> no no they were just calculated in their decision making i think okay okay but okay. Now I know, uh, you know, they have access to multiple kinds of cones at Walmart for the severity of a situation. And there must be a training day in which you understand which one you're supposed to deploy in a situation like this. That, well, it's uh, good to know, know that. Yeah. So, yeah. but if you do break something, just kick it under the cabinet and just save everyone the hassle now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Ryan, you got anything else, Cody? You got any? Or are you good? Um, I guess I have one one realization to this part of of our job that we do, and for people that don't understand or have never been on a job site, 
like the best way to describe this this certain portion of the job man it's like storming the beaches of normandy you are in the jungles of vietnam like all it is is a fucking war zone out there you've got you've got the loudest clanking and in abruptions of noises and then you walk out and it's just mounds of dirt like you're hiding behind you're in the trenches in like world war one you're like sneaking out like a sniper's about to fucking pop you. <laughs> and it's and it's raining and, and it's, it's raining it's of course raining or snowing it's muddy it's gross your boots have been wet since like 5 30 in the morning all you hear is boom <laughs> and you hear like like a helicopter is going off but that's just the the pounder that pounds the ground down but you're like, that's the last helicopter to, out of Vietnam. <laughs> Jesus Christ, get back on it. You're like, Jesus. Must... <laughs> like, the PTSD that must go through with some of these, these like 75 to 80 year olds that are still working a site has to be astronomical. <laughs> astronomical. I mean, <laughs> it looks... It looks like the Battle of Gettysburg out there. It it is wicked when they got it all blown out, dude. Those are like my favorite. I when I'm on those, I I always send you those snaps, dude. When yes. I'm like, look at this. Shit. <laughs> it is depressing. Oh my god! <laughs> and it is, you're it's just like, brutal. Yeah, you'll be like digging a trench or whatever, and you're down in the bottom of it. And I have my shovel, and I'm like. Where's he at? <laughs> like it is, it is for for people who have never been like in close proximity to one of those. It sounds exactly what I imagine a war zone is like. Because there's guys screaming at each other. Yeah, yeah. People fighting with each other. They're like, you motherfuckers, that was another job description. And then boom. (laughs) 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 And and you're just gripping onto your shovel, just hoping. Like stone one, five, two, fire when ready, fire when ready. Oh my god. Bring the rain. Do, bring do your guys your guys bring run like the rain? <laughs> do you guys run those headsets too? So everyone's yelling at oh, each other dude, through the it, radio. It's, it's ridiculous. No, I'm running around with PVC glue and <laughs> and a roll of duct tape. Like that's gonna stop anything. <laughs> like the Taliban's gonna fear about a about a roll of duct tape. Okay. Not so much, and and then it hits noon, and then it hits noon, and everyone's chill because they gotta eat their sandwich. Why? <laughs> Why? People are just pumping on on cigs and and weed pens. They're out there, just just trying to get through their day, just trying to get through to, through their day until until five o'clock comes, and they're like, "Oh, we are going to the bar <laughs> for sure." <laughs> Like it's not even a question. I mean, if you're if you're a roofer, a drywaller, 
a painter, a mutter, you were getting blasted. Blast. Without fail. Without fail. What's well, I mean, what's the bar scene been like up there? I mean, you, you know, you've been uh, you've been in it for a while. I mean, we're looking at some Northwoods nines up here. Really? Okay. But do you know what a Northwoods nine I, is? I do, but that's good for this time of year. That's like a that's a Bart two. It is, but in, I mean you're talking you're talking April in the Northwoods, bro. It's the locals, my friend. Rough, rough scenario over here. Rough, rough scene. Rough scene. But you know what? The Tinder game has been flowing. So like places like Gleason Ooh. have been hit hit you're, up. You're branching out. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. We gotta extend those miles up to a hundred. <laughs> Cody, Cody's got to fill the tank where back up. You're doing a hundred miles. You're like, oh, it's not really that far. But then you it's look at that. it's a hundred miles as the bird flies. So it's three hours and forty five minutes driving through the woods. <laughs> no, for, for it, like, uh, yeah. So I got I got my uh, my little brother on the. My little brother works for us now, and it is so funny, like, working on a job site, and you see some of these people, you're like, that looks like a burnt-out Steve Buscemi over there. (laughs) 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 You're like, damn, it does. (laughs) Like, you can't even dispute it, dude. And you're like... What's his trade? What's his what's he working with? I'm like drywaller or painter? Hmm. <laughs> and you see him like rolling paint on a thing. We're like, yep. <laughs> Called it. Got him. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Oh it's, my it's, god. It it's pathetically hilarious. Let's put it that way. <laughs> How long, how long are you up there for? Um, I'm only up here for the week and then I'm back. I might be back up here for another week. And then I have to go back down to Stevens point, most likely, which was also another hilarious scenario. Like if you wanted to see some OSHA do not do's, that was the place to have it. The hotbed. The hotbed, like, like so. Um, Latino workers are very hard workers. So uh, oh, here we so, go. <laughs> they're so funny, and like basically how I how I, I speak with them on what they need done as far as like not getting electrocuted is, I plug it into my phone like English to Spanish, and I'm like. Me gusta bailar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then they're up there with like our lift, which our company owns, and they're like taking shit and tying it to the lift and driving away with it <laughs> to tear down. And they're like, oh, oi, oi, oi. and they're like. <laughs> This shit is falling in between their heads. They're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like 
<laughs> Holy! F- oh my God, man! Jesus! Like on hell, oh. dude! Like that was sketchy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Uh, and what? Yeah. And you're managing these people? Yeah. You can't you're running the show here. No. <laughs> no. I'm on the sidelines watching. I'm video cameraing. <laughs> Cody's got like 10 gigs of video of this. I've uh, yeah, I've got oh my oh my god. So yeah, we're on the phone um talking with my dad because uh he's he's our boss. So on on the phone, all of a sudden you hear boom, 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 boom. And he's like, what the hell was that? And I'm like, oh, that was the Mexicans. They're <laughs> dropping lights down right now. And there's a guy who's like, oi! Gets his, gets his foot almost like severed, severed. There, There is a major cut and they just start laughing. I'm like, do you what? need to go to the hospital? He's like, ah, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a pure war zone, dude. It's like everything out of like COD that you see, you know, like, you know, the, the industrial, you know, sites that like the, um, the maps that you play. Yeah. That is, that is demolition. That's your life right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's pretty sick. Blue cow. Yeah. All righty. Well, like uh, <laughs> one, one, one more clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? One, oh, one more. Boy. <sighs> this is yeah. This is uh, the statement that we've been going by. Like, yo, play that new Morgan Wallen. Heard he's got a new tune out. Slapping another dip. <laughs> this sounds like a hell of a job site, boys. It's uh <laughs> Eagle River doesn't seem to be getting to you at all. You're no. doing great. No. Yeah. <laughs> Hurdy's got a new tune out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <God>. boy. <laughs> All righty, all right. We have uh, we got yeah, a little bit longer than normal, but uh, <laughs> unless anyone else has anything they want to add, I think that's a good episode for the week, huh? Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, Hunter's got to get back to the salt mines in the morning. So, yes, yes, I have my musket tomorrow. All right. <laughs> well. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Pass the Barb. Uh, Also, personally, thank you to everybody who's reached out to me over the last few days. Uh, Like I said, it's it's been pretty crazy. So appreciate all you. Um, We'll be back in a week. And uh, thank you all for listening. See you later. We'll see you on the next one.